Hey guys, this is Jay Lethal, and you're listening to WNS. Broadcasting from Beaumont, Texas, it's the Wrestling News Source Podcast with Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. A couple of wrestling fans with a drink in hand and a lot to say. This podcast may contain adult language and may not be suitable for young listeners, so listener discretion is advised. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts. Daniel Heron and Tyler Ebear. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Ebear. We welcome you to episode 516 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at uh, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRHPro, Tyler Tyler underscore Abear, Abear underscore Mode on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro on Instagram, and a whole lot others. So uh, welcome to the show. Got plenty to talk about. Mostly going to be talking about AEW. So if you're Hell big... Yeah. If you're a big WWE fan, uh, this might not be the week for you, but yeah. we'll you never talk, know. There's certain things that we'll talk about, and then I think there's one thing I want to throw in about WWE, but that's about it. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be very AEW heavy this week, so just be uh, be prepared. So, uh, uh, say that thing that you sent me. Do you remember what it went, that little uh, meme about WWE and AEW fans? Oh, yeah. Try and find it. Okay. Um, oh, I found it. Uh, someone posted this. That was quick, right? Uh, so you didn't say this. Someone else did on Twitter. Correct. Twitter made me realize WWE fans just want AEW to die because they, they've got some strange loyalty to WWE. Whereas t- most AEW fans just want WWE to improve their product. That's a fair statement, I would say. So I would think that a lot of people who watch AEW programming also watch WWE programming because mm-hmm. you know where else where else did these wrestling fans come from? So you know they probably just got tired of the product that WWE was putting out and was like you know what I'm gonna I want to watch this product give it a shot and I will say this again to um, that since Cody has gone back to. WWE, it's made me watch, want to watch Raw a little more because mm-hmm. I want to see what they do with him. Not just because it's like, I want to see you fail or anything. Like, actually, that stops it. I actually want him to succeed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, you know, WWE's track record is <laughs> not great when it comes to this type of situation. But Cody's situation is different, you know, um, I think a little bit. Yes, he left WWE, it was, you know, elevated his stock. But at the same time, he can help WWE, maybe in the future, bring some people from AEW to WWE. Possible. Possibly. So, I think uh, I think WWE has kind of worked themselves into a hole, though. Because if you think about it, they brought in Cody, mm-hmm. and he's already made his plans known. I want to go for the main title. I yeah. want to be the main champion. Well, Roman currently is, is that guy. And I think the plans for him are to hold on to that title until yeah. next year's WrestleMania, where he goes up against The Rock. Yeah, and take even, both the titles off of, or no, both. Sorry, one title off of him. Yeah, somehow, some way, I don't know. Without, how do you take the belt, one belt, one of the belts off of him without making him look weak? You would have to have him say, "You know what? I'm tired of carrying around two belts. I'm just gonna." <laughs> 
Yeah. I'm just going to toss this one. It means nothing to me. Well, I just I just took it from Brock just to say that I could. Cody still has Seth in front of him, and I don't know how long that will be going on for him. Plus, does he though? Like they're they're gonna have another match. Okay, and I don't know if then Seth's gonna turn because Seth's been respectful to him. Yeah, I don't know if Seth will turn on him and beat him up, and that he's not gonna turn. He's, he's gonna awkwardly dance and yeah. go. <laughs> And then kick him. Um, <laughs> then you never know. They may still do something with Miz. Yeah. Because they had that, you know, segment and then the match. Mm-hmm. So there could be something with with uh, Miz. It could be. But then what? I don't know. I don't know if you noticed because I don't know if you... Well, have you been watching Raw? But they've started, I think, the last two Raws with Cody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty good. He's a him. star. Yeah. I honestly think that this was probably the best move for everybody to have Cody go back. Yeah. Um, do I see him as a top tier talent? I feel like he's like three fourths of the way there. He's not on Roman's level. Definitely not. He's on God mode, son. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like Cody's a better storyteller. Well, yeah, sure. Then. Yeah, and we and we've had that conversation, yeah. you know, Cody's a better talker than he is a wrestler. But um I think and it's and it's hard because, you know, back in back in the day, back in my day, old man. Um you, yeah, I know. <laughs> you had you had your main event talent in Stone Cold, The Rock, Undertaker, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, like you Kurt had Angle. this, you had the, yeah, Kurt Angle, you had this top tier level of talent, and right now it just doesn't. It was like feel, more than ten. It, it doesn't, yeah, 10. it doesn't feel no. like we have that top no. tier. Like you've got Roman and everyone underneath him. Now people might make make a Brock. claim. Brock is one, yeah. Brock is in that upper tier, um, but. You know, you look at you can make an argument for Seth Rollins, but I don't know if he's there yet, or or currently he has been. You can make a a claim for a few people, yeah. But it's like they've struggled so long to make stars because they held on to their current, their then current stars for so long that they just don't have that new top tier yeah crop. Uh, and I've and I've said this multiple times throughout the episode, uh, different episodes, where the the future that they have on Raw and SmackDown is Dominic Mysterio and uh, Austin Theory right now. That's only two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, they have people coming up, like in a, NXT, and they have their pr- their new sports program they're going to do. But we're going to yeah. that's too be determined how well that's going to go. Yeah, I mean the only the only other person that I can really think of. That could that could say right like if he walked in onto Raw or SmackDown and be like I'm coming for Roman I want the title the only one that I can really think of that would be like believable is Randy Orton yeah if he just dropped the tag titles and was like hey Riddle you know what I don't know how much longer I have in my career which honestly he said in an interview that he's feeling great he's you know he's in very good condition right now so I mean he could easily go another five five years. Um, but if he wanted to, he could just be like, you know what? Tag titles are nice. Main championship is, is where it's at. Yeah. 
Like he's he is the one in WWE right now that I'd be like, okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You know, Roman versus Orton, that'd be a good match. Yeah. You know, we got Roman versus Rollins at the Royal Rumble, and it was kind of a letdown. But I don't know. Like, it's tricky where they're at. Like, I don't feel Cody is that guy. As much as I like Miz, Miz is not a top tier talent. Uh, you could say certain you could, time periods. You could maybe say Bobby Lashley, but every time that he reaches the top, they just cut the legs yeah. out from under him. Yeah. So it it makes him less believable in my eyes. Same thing they've done for AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Same thing they've done for Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, you have all these Drew talented McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. That's a, another great example. You have all these guys who could be, but they're not. And that's deep down my feeling towards Cody. Yeah, but I think it could be a little different. People are claiming it's going to be a little different now since his position and. His contract, and I'm like, we will still see. You know, something still can happen. Yeah. You know. I just, I don't know. I have this weird vibe with Cody in WWE right now. I can't really explain it. It's like. So how do you feel? I can't really explain it. (laughs) Okay. But what is it? What does it go towards? It's. Okay. So we know that they're not, they didn't bring him in there to squash him. Yeah. Right. Because he is a big. He's a big name to get. He was one of the founding fathers of AEW. So, on one hand, you don't want to squash him because you don't want other disgruntled AEW talent to be like, well, I can't go to WWE. Look what they did to Cody. Yeah. On the other hand, this guy ran his mouth for six or seven years, trashing our company, created his own company to give us competition, we can't in good conscience make this man our champion. You know, it's it's Vince forgives people though, but he does. He does. He does, but he doesn't. Right. He might he might forgive, but he will never forget. Yeah. You know. And so it's kind of like he's going to have I feel like it's just going to be a big joke to Vince. Where he's like, oh, we're going to build him up as this big star. We're going to have him go after the title. It's going to go up against Roman. And he's going to lose. I don't want him to be miserable. I don't want, you know, anything bad to happen to him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't. But it's just, we're just speculating what could happen. But, like, we've seen so many things over and over and over. How can it not happen to him? You know what I I mean? I think it's the years of, oh, maybe this will be the time where they decide to make a new star. And they don't. And you're like, damn it. It's like, dude, we let... You let uh, Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar for the title. Yeah. Yes, this definitely is gonna do. No, didn't do it. Well, right. that was that was different circumstances because it was in the middle of the pandemic. Like, you know, he won that. T- it was supposed to be his. If it would have been crowning a moment, crowd, yeah, yeah. If there had been a bigger crowd, I think he I would have done argue, a lot better. Maybe not. Yeah. Knowing Vince, not knowing him. Sorry, knowing of the stuff that's gone down. Um, in the past, I think it doesn't matter, even if it was in front of a crowd. I think it does. I think the crowd made the difference because had Vince been able to hear the crowd's reaction to Drew winning the title, because let's be honest, like at that time, at that point in time, yeah, that was the hottest thing going. Mm-hmm. Drew was the the one to watch. 
You know, he was that was his redemption arc. That was his I'm, you know, I'm back. I'm better than ever. He had just won the Royal Rumble in front of a live crowd and the crowd went absolutely nuts for him. I mean, think back to whenever he eliminated Brock from the Royal Rumble. Crowd went absolutely crazy. Yeah. So that was going to be his his redemption of the, you know, I was let go from WWE and I went down this path and I managed to make my way back and this yeah. is my shot and it's in front of no one. He got to celebrate in front of no one. And I feel that that was a, a very big struggle for him because you can't feed off the energy of the crowd because there is no crowd. So I don't know. Like, I just feel like, look at Biggie, and maybe it's different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he got the title and had it for a little bit, and then they just took it off him and, and brought him down. Um, I mean, you can, you can make the same claim for how they did it with Kofi. You know, have him lose in, what was it, seven, eight seconds? You know, this is actually an honor. It's an honor to do it, you know. That's bullshit. It's a record. Fuck you. That's a slap in the face to one of your your longest tenured employees. Kofi mania. Yeah. You know what's really crazy? And I think about this every once in a while. So, the height of the popularity of Stone Cold Steve Austin lasted about five or six years. It felt longer than that. It really did. But we were younger. and Yeah. It felt- but if you think about it, like, The Rock wasn't in WWE for very long. There are a lot of wrestlers How who, long? Do you know? Dude, those years felt for like forever. Right? And that's what I'm saying. Like, they had so many talented guys in WWE in the 90s and mid to late 2000s. Whereas there are people who have been in WWE now for like almost 20 years. And it's not the level of rock, stone cold. Well, no, not even that. But it's just like wrestling was so popular back then. But the talents that were there were there for a short period of time. Whereas you've got The Miz who's been there for 15 years. Orton who's been there Almost twenty years. Like it's insane to think well, like, how long these some of these talents have been around. You look at Kofi I, Kingston and and a few I, others. I think it's just a different time period too, because I think mm-hmm. also uh, around that time people were actually wrestling for that long. Yeah. But some may have been in WCW that right know, and WWE together. That the length of like Kofi being in WWE, you know. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. it, it's quite fascinating to think that in such a short time frame, Stone Cold Steve Austin was such a big star, you know, and then you've got guys like Miz, like Kofi, who have struggled to get that opportunity, you know, because they were like, well, we want to keep Orton, Cena, and Batista in in the picture. Yeah. And so it's like... And, and, you know, we'll talk about We've talked about it so many times. We're going to continue talking about it. They had so many opportunities to make new stars like The Miz, like Kofi Kingston, like um, Bray Wyatt, um, you know, Miro slash Rusev. You know, John they, Cena beating the whole Nexus. Yeah. Like <laughs> the whole Nexus thing. Like Wade Barrett, that would have, you know, he could have been a, he could have been a big star. Yep. And they just never 
pulled the trigger because they didn't want Cena to lose his spot. They didn't want Orton to lose his spot. They didn't want, you know, certain people that to lose to feel like they lost their spot. And it's like, dude, that's the that's the business. Yep. You have to make new stars for longevity. And look they just look at AEW. They haven't. Yeah. You know, they're you can already count up to ten, I think, maybe. I know I can count more than five of stars they they're making right now. Yeah. It's already they're already the future. Yeah, whether it's tag teams, singles competitors, factions, like it's an, it's insane how different it is. Day and, and night. And, you know, a lot of people give AEW some slack, and I can be one of those people where it's like, okay, yeah, they, they messed up. and But it's a breath of fresh air, though. It really is. And I have to, like, sit there and remind myself every once in a while and be like, this company is only three years old. And for them to have the success that they've had so far is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, this should not be happening. It's just, it's just because you remember we get word of, like, oh, this company may start. Or this like It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. It's not going to happen because you basically will get someone, a backer with money, a rich person. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to get these. Or you try crowdfunding yeah. and all We're that. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Look at uh, Air Lucha. Yeah. You know? And, like, everything always falls flat. Yeah. This was the difference. I mean, how long has has Impact struggled over the years? You know, there was a time where they were starting to gain in popularity. TNA, I think, started early two thousands. Yeah, so they've been going since then mm-hmm. for twenty twenty years now. Mm-hmm. You know, new since, management because WCW went out of business like two thousand one. So Impact TNA picked up some of the WCW guys. Yeah. They started off with WCW guys mixed with ROH guys. Yeah. Which and is so, weird to say. <laughs> yeah, and so for them to struggle with the struggles they had with Dixie Carter and and other management, dad, yeah, you know, like you look at you look at that, and then you look at AEW, and you're like, how did AEW become so successful so fast? You know, while yes, they did have the backing of Tony Khan, and uh, you know, they they made a play for TNT and TBS. And it ended up working. I think it's multiple factors. Yeah. That, what you just said, certain people who they went after first because you were talking with Cody, Young Bucks, Jericho. I honestly think that Chris Jericho, had there not been Chris Jericho, and, you know, y'all can fight me all you want on this, I think if Chris Jericho does not sign with AEW, it does not gain traction. Yep, that's true. He's he's the... uh, What's his nickname right now? Influencer. He's the influencer, basically. Yeah, like you can have you can have your stars in Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, but I think the day that Chris Jericho walked out onto that stage and announced that he was all elite, that was the defining moment yeah. for a lot of fans. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, this might be a legit company. This might be legit. Yeah, because Jericho doesn't put his name on things. No. He's not sure. No, and so you bring some of his fans over. And they're like, oh, shit, who are some of these people that yeah. I've never seen before, you know? So, it's... They, they did it good. Yeah. They did it They did it well, and, you know, like we've mentioned, they've they've started making new stars. You've got your pillars, and now you've got your next pillars, you know, your Wheeler Yudas and, and so on. So, it's just... it's It's so weird to see how one company almost refuses to build new stars... And then complains that, well, 
they're well, about we, to we can't we can't get this person over it's like well you're not even trying yeah you give them not. you give them three weeks and you you have them work 50 50 booking and then you put wheeler yuda up against you know danielson and moxley and you have him go out there and become a star mm-hmm. on the third week yeah you have him go out there and bust his ass every week impress the crowd uh. win them over and now he's he's getting chance instead of moxley and danielson so, I don't know how well this will go, and I just said something about it a while ago. So, WB is doing this new program that's connected to the Performance Center in it, and NXT, where they're going, they're having like it's this is basic, it's the same thing they're having uh, when they have tryouts and mm-hmm. stuff for wrestlers, but this is not for wrestlers. It's for like, um, oh god, how do you say it? sports? No. Sports like athletes, athletes and athletes, uh, models, become wrestlers and models, yeah. athletes and models. Um, and the reason why they're doing that, if you're, if you don't know, um, Joe said something on the scrum, uh, mm-hmm. for the last pay-per-view for AEW said that AEW forced them to change plans because AEW is picking up all the independent wrestlers. Yeah. And you have to, you have to think of it as this way. And I've described it to, uh, to one of my coworkers actually because they were like man i used to watch wrestling then i kind of fell out out of it but like hearing you talk about it kind of makes me want to get back into it and so they're like what's this aew coming here all about and i'm like okay so if you want storytelling and all that you watch wwe if you want like wrestling you watch aew and that's the thing like aew picked up all the independent workers all the you know all the dark horses all the ones who like put in the work you, you get those guys, and they all go to AEW. Well, all of those guys were in NXT. So it's kind of like WWE like, picked them all up to prevent any other company from yeah. having them. Like, we remember, we were like, oh, my God, they signed Samoa Joe. Oh, my God, they signed, like, you know, all of these amazing yeah. talents to be in NXT. And the and the crowd was loving it. Yes. They're like, yes, we, you know, give us, give it the NXT takeovers. Like, NXT is so cool. Triple H is so cool. It's like, hell, they would have an NXT takeover on Saturday night and then WrestleMania on Sunday night. And people were talking about NXT. Mm-hmm. It's like screw WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, we we want more of NXT because it was because it was those people going out there busting their asses yeah. instead of the storytelling. Yeah. And so it was clear that people wanted the wrestling aspect instead of the sports entertainment the, instead of the storytelling. And so you have this new upstart company that's like that's what we're going to give you. We're going to give you NXT, but on a larger scale, on a mm-hmm. bigger audience. So then they're like, okay, well. It's our indie guys versus your indie guys. <laughs> AEW ended up winning. What's so funny is they all like most of them are friends. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> and so, and that's when the big releases started happening. They let the contracts expire, <clears throat> and like you said, they started hosting the Performance Center for WWE. And it's like okay, we tried the indie indie wrestler route, didn't work. They can all go and work with the other indie wrestlers. We're gonna do our thing. And which, that's where 2.0 and yeah, which all that happened. Not completely. Okay, so for most part, yes, they're doing that. But they just signed Roxy, who actually is a student mm-hmm. from Booker T's school. So who, I think who will if, now be known as Roxanne. 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 But I think um, if someone is at a school for a wrestler, they yeah. still will look at them. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> but I don't like know about like other indie people that travel. I mean, I know she traveled to do other shows and stuff like in mm-hmm. Texas, but I don't know. Yeah, I think there will still be room for some wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Booker T has ties to WWE, yes. so they'll probably yes. go. They might go to him and say, "Hey, Who you know, have? who's someone that you have that that's young that we can that we can mold?" And so that might have been that might have been one where he was like, "Hey, you know, give Roxy a look and and see what she's capable of." Yep. And sure enough, she's been signed, and uh, she actually had her first match on that NXT Level Up show. What is um, that again? It's called Level Up. Like instead of two hundred five live, uh, they ha- they changed it to what's called Level Up. So they did, so that was two hundred five live. Correct. Okay. And so um, so she had her very first match, and I know this. Because I'm friends with uh, uh, Kevin Bernhardt, who is one of the producers for Reality of Wrestling, and so he was. They're good he, friends. He made. Oh yeah, we're total. We're total. No, 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 no. I mean, well, yeah. Kevin and Roxy. Yeah, and so he posted uh, a picture. He was like, "Yeah, I, yeah, I am crying tears of happiness, you know, watching her succeed yeah, and all that." So yeah. it's really, it's really a cool moment. He's friends with her. Mm-hmm. And he, I, he posted a while back. He's so happy his friends, and then. Uh, AQA, yeah, yeah, knows her. Mm-hmm. She's in AEW. Yeah, so it's really cool to see uh, people that yeah come from the the Houston area getting yeah. their getting their chance to shine and all that. Heck yeah, man! So uh, you know, congratulations to them. Yep. Um, but yeah, for the most part, like WWE has basically said, all right, we tried the indie work, and they yeah. can go work with the indie workers. We're just going to do our own thing. It's funny to see, though. There's some indie workers that been in WWE for years now. Look at AJ, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. uh, Sh- Shinsuke. Well, I wouldn't even say... I mean, they used to be indies, but they were on top of other promotions at one point, too. So mm-hmm. um, the list goes on and on, you know? I mean, yeah. Roman, I think, didn't do... Roman is like the pure WWE guy. Yeah. Like he started in WWE. Much like Cody. Cody was not an independent wrestler before he came to WWE. He joined WWE and then went and worked the independents. And so. people will say, I know for a fact that and it was a, it was a small independent and he did it for a while cuz I have videos of it on it. John Cena did independence yeah. before he Yeah, I got to start wrestling school, yeah. wrestling You have no head. I got no he head. He is the, oh shit, what is it called? Prototype. Prototype. <laughs> Talk like a robot. <laughs> and stinky. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's really curious. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they're going to treat Cody in the, mm-hmm. in the next few months. Mostly because it it's not like, I mean, they haven't come out and flat out said it. But for the most part, the plans are we're going to have Rowan be the guy mm-hmm. until next year's Mania. So it's kind of like, how do you get around doing that with Cody? I heard someone mention, uh, I heard a rumor that they were going to have Cody win Money in the Bank and then challenge Roman at a later point. Because mm. it's good for a year. Yeah. So he could just hold on to it, hold on to it. He has the match. If if they go the route of Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania, which is what they want, 
because it's going to be in Hollywood. It's going to be in California. You know, they want that one off. So if if they, co- they sorry, they even uh, they even teased it on the television show for The yeah. Rock. Yeah. Where he was like, acknowledge me. He's like, oh, that's my little cousin, Joe, by the way. <laughs> BT Dubs. You saw the clip? Yeah. I, I, did, I, I read an article, but I didn't see it. Yeah. Because like they show they show like all the wrestlers sitting around in the living room and then you got rock, you know, sitting on the, on, on a chair and this little kid jumps on him and he's like, give me a Samoan drop, you know, just once. Come on. And he's like, Oh, come on kid. And then he looks over at someone and he's like, acknowledge me. And then it like freezes and he's like, Oh, that's, that's my little cousin, Joe, who you might know is Roman. He's a, you know, he's a champion. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, they're planting the seed yeah, there. For the longest time, people was like, we've heard rumors, but now this kind of puts it in uh, the forefront, I guess. Yeah. So, will they actually do it now is yeah, the question. I don't know. Um, what's what's The Rock's schedule going to look like? <laughs> like a little kid, acknowledge me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, he's been oh. saying that for years. Yeah. Like, I uh, doubt it, but okay. It's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> he just started saying that. Yeah. He recently, that's a, that's a new thing. Um, okay. The only reason I really watch Raw, I mean, not Raw, I mean, uh, WWE in general. It's basically Roman and Cody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I love RK Bro. You mean you don't watch to see the drama unfold between Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss? Oh, I thought you were going to say R Truth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that one too. Tamina. Wedding to come on Monday. Yeah. It's so, so fucking cheesy. But I love Truth. Deep down, I love Truth. I love Truth too, yeah. but this is. It's like, oh no, we got to crash that party. Because what about the 24 7? I bet he's going to be the officiant. I mean, he's going to take the bell off them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and then and then uh, the cousins, uh, what's it called? Um, Usos. Humberto, Carino, oh, wait, no. Angel Garza crashed the, crashes the women's party. I'm like, Angel Garza, aren't you married? <laughs> right. <laughs> they even like did that on NXT or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, everyone's supposed to forget. Oh. Well, that's that's real life, Angel. That's not yeah, yeah. On, it's not it's not screen. fake life. Yeah, multiverse. You want to uh, touch my chest? No, that's what Angel said. That's a sexual harassment lawsuit waiting to happen. He has a rose in his mouth. He's just walking around without his shirt, going, "Touch me, <laughs> touch me." Do you really want to hurt me? Uh, um, no, that was cheese. But, cheese. Um, I mean, I, I still love Riddle and Orton. Bruh. I love AJ. Um, there's there's a lot of people I Kevin like. Kevin Owens, Sami yeah, Zayn. Uh, before we get off of WWE, I just... Let's get all the WWE news out of the way. But okay. I want to say, before we get to that last part, uh, <laughs> I saw the picture. They cropped it of Elias and Ezekiel. Yeah. I mean, I knew that was Photoshop. Even... You could tell, but like when he has his arm around him, yeah, dude, uh, Elias's arm is not the same size as his his uh, other arm. If you mm. see it, I'm like, dude, that's a smaller arm compared to this arm. <laughs> look at it. If you see it, look at it. Did you see Kevin Owens's 
tweet tweet about it. Uh-uh. Oh my god, he's like he has grass growing out of his out of his arm or something like that. Because like there's a a plant or something behind him, and yeah. you can just see that it's like all pixelated and everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so badly cropped. This is like a bad storyline. Yeah, a bad storyline. Like, look, I saw I did see one meme that made me chuckle, and it was like, man, Nicholas. Yes. grew up yeah changed his name <laughs> now he's here to kick our ass can ezekiel and elias be tag champions yes let's uh, make it happen dude dude like i said last week you made a dude i'm a dude the only he's a dude she's way a dude. he was over is with We're dude his storylines and his character you took that away from him yep and then he has nothing yep yeah, whatever. And now he doesn't even have a last name, no, or a guitar, or a beard. Um, I guess now we can talk about that L.A. Knight. Yeah, L.A. Knight is what I think you mean. Uh, L- uh, Adam Cole, <laughs> uh, Butch, Budge, Budge. Cut your hair. You know what's all about the Budge. Did you see him? Did he look L.A. Knight looked the same? Uh, yeah. Same he basically. Did. <laughs> so, what's um. What was Robbie E's name in... Uh, Robert Stone. Robert Stone. It's basically that, where he comes out in the loafers with no socks and slacks and a like business suit or whatever. First off, I have no place to speak when it comes to fashion because I am a like basketball shorts and a ratty t-shirt kind of guy. All right? Ratty. You will, you will very... Very rarely see me in like slacks, mm. let I've alone seen I've seen you in. let alone pants. Like I think I've seen you, like yeah, actual I've seen suit. like actual jeans. That's a rarity for me. <laughs> so I have no business whatsoever yeah. talking about fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure that it's clear okay, okay. before I trash someone's fashion sense. Here we go. Right? Because I have no business talking about this. What the fuck is up with people not wearing socks while they're wearing their business slacks and sh- and shoes? I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. It looks terrible, and it's so well. Look at Riddle. annoying to me. He wore a suit and he wore flip flops. That's what you ever, you ever seen that? He there was a while back. He wore like a suit and flip flops. I have not seen that. I think that was like at the um. Probably at the Hall of Fame or yeah. something. Okay. Well, doesn't didn't he say he has like a medical condition for his feet or something? I have no clue. I want to say it. I want to say yes. I have a medical yes. condition where I can't wear shoes. Pretty much. <clears throat> I want to. I wanted to say that he actually said that. Well, he's gonna search it. I do not know. Uh, who knows? Knows. Uh, oh yeah. Former does? former UFC fighter Matt Riddle wrestles barefoot in the WWE because he suffered frostbite as a child, and wearing shoes is a painful experience for him. So it's a legit. That's a real thing. That's a legitimate reason. So that's why he wrestles barefoot. Weird. Yeah. So he had frostbite, but as a child, so it damaged his foot. I guess it like made it... his nerves and his feet like super sensitive or something. Oh, so what does he do when it's cold outside? Socks? Socks and flip-flops? <laughs> Maybe. Weird. Okay, fair enough. That's what they're like. They don't push it on him. That's so funny because you mm-hmm. see like Booker T and other people like, well, he needs to wear he needs to wear boots when he wrestles. Yeah. Well, he has a condition. There you go. 
I mean, he may get hurt barefooted, you know. This, that is very possible, yes. But, uh, well, there you go. But, yeah, it it makes no sense to me. Robert Stone does it. He, yeah. You know, L.A. Knight is now doing it. It makes no sense to me. Why are they not wearing socks? <laughs> That's my only thing. That's my only What if they're no-shows? That very well could be the case, but if that's the case, why? Because it looks terrible to me. <laughs> it looks so stupid. Again, I have no taste in fashion. I have no fashion sense whatsoever. Don't come to me for fashion advice. Don't ask me if, hey, does this look good? I'm be like, probably. That's why we're going to start a new segment called... I swear ask to God, if you stop Daniel. wearing socks and you just walk around wearing your shoes, I'm going to fucking kill you. Say it again? What would you say? No, I'm not giving you any ideas. <laughs> Ask Daniel about fashion. Fashion tips. Fashion tips from Daniel with Big Dan and Little Mike. Big Dan, Little Mike. That's right. Hell yeah. Let's get that <laughs> off the ground. Let's get that going. Uh, so yeah, LA Knight basically debuted as a manager, which everyone immediately so, goes to Adam Cole and is like, "This is what they had planned for you." <laughs> well, you know what? Adam Cole left. And they were going to call gonna you take his spot. They were going to call you Butch. And you were going to be a manager. <laughs> well, you know what? I think we're going to take the L.A. out of your name. It's going to be Knight. Oh, by the way, they did that with Austin Theory, too. Who? Theory. There you go. So you're they worked that. it in because Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, beat him up. So it's like, you know what? We're not going to do it because Austin reminds us of Austin. You know what? WWE gets did their Did they seriously on. do that on Raw? Yeah. That's what they, they acknowledge that? Yeah. And, oh, my God. That's what Austin Theory said. That's what Terry goes. That's what Vince McMahon. He, yeah, that's Vince likes to get off on that shit. You know what? Let's just drop this name. Yeah. Okay. Two things that Vince loves: dropping one name out of two names together, and then splitting up tag teams. And he loves the cock and the cock. <laughs> so, do you, would you say Vince that you love chickens? I love chickens. God. Um, so is now Mace without T Bar? Correct. Mace is Dominic Dijakovic? No. Oh, that's uh sorry, I get their names. That's T Bar. That's T Bar. Mm-hmm. So Mace is a football guy. Yeah. What's his name? Yep. <laughs> Brendan Williams. There you go. I'm glad you remember because I sure didn't. <laughs> I was just like, yep. Is he still with the stuff on his face with the in this instance no he's had a makeover he came out like sporting sunglasses and why is his name still mace why not uh, we can't we can't let him have a regular name vince doesn't like so vince, there's a story that just came out that said vince does not like people doesn't want wrestlers using their real names anymore now if you're already in there orton riddle aj style you know or whatever. I don't think AJ Styles is his real name. It's not, but I was getting to like if you've yeah. already like established your name, you've been there for decades or whatever, you know, that's fine. But like all the new up and coming wrestlers, if you had an independent name, we're getting rid of that. Same with Walter. That's why they changed it to Gunther because so, he has used that name on the independent circuit for so long. They want to own the rights to the character. So they're so they going to change Gable Stevenson's name whenever he comes in. Probably. Or he'll just be Gable. Or something. Steve Gable. <laughs> it's 
Steve Gable. It's going to be Abel Gable. Abel Gable. I'm able to Gable. Yeah. <laughs> Gable, Gable, Gable. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Don't ask me. But uh, you know what, Ellie Knight? You're not going to wrestle anymore. I'm sure he will in some capacity. L.A. Knight. But. Call it a night. Okay, let's get to AEW. That's, yeah. So, when, remember at the start of the show, whenever I was like, hey, this is going to be a very AEW heavy show, and we're probably not going to talk about uh, um, WWE that much? That was 40 minutes ago. <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> okay, now we got to outdo that. <laughs> My bad. Just wanted to let you know. Just fill you in. Sorry. It's been a nice little Rant. shit. Yeah, no, that's no, it's good. So uh, we got to. Good. I got to watch Dynamite. Uh, did you get to I watch did. Dynamite? I did. Okay. Uh, there was one thing I stepped out for. I did not see the Marina Shafir versus. You Sky Blue. did not miss much. Okay. This match made little sense to me because I'm confused on where they're going with this angle with Marina Shafir. Yes. So. She's fighting Jade. She's gonna fight Jade. She is. Yeah. Who is a heel? Yeah. Oh. Marina, who is also a heel, who they're trying to build, doesn't make any sense. Heel versus heel. It's heel versus heel, but I think Jade's going to come off as the popular heel. Yeah. And so here's here's the issue. You have Jade Cargill, Mm -hmm. undefeated, that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's her words, not ours. It is. It's her catchphrase. That bitch show. Um, so you're trying to establish, you're trying to build your current star in Jade Cargill. Yeah. While trying to establish and build a new star in Marina Shafir named The Problem. And here's the problem. <laughs> if Jade Cargill loses, then her undefeated streak is over. And... If it's for the title, you have a new champion in Marina Shafir, who has had maybe two televised matches. She's been on Dark a couple of times because they showed some highlights from it. Here's some highlights. Here's some highlights, yeah. So that would not be good for Jade Cargill. On that same coin, just on the other side, you're trying to establish and build a new star in Marina Shafir, who would immediately lose to Jade Cargill. So the weeks you've spent building her up could be damaging to her. I think this is a learning process. They're going to find out they did this wrong. I think so, too. I think they've done this incorrectly. Uh, Honestly, I think Marina Shafir's first televised match should have been against Jade Cargill. Okay. Um... Just because it could have been it could have been a shock win, yeah. If Jade loses, but now that we've seen her in action, getting like zero reaction out of the crowd because she's <laughs> because here's the thing, she's a heel. Yeah, yeah. The crowd was, was solidly behind Sky Blue in this match. I don't really remember her from NXT. I know no. she was in NXT. She was part of the Four Horsewomen. Yeah, and that's. Roger Strong's wife. Mm-hmm. Her match was okay. Yeah. There wasn't really anything that, like, stood out. It was a more, like, realistic grapple type yeah. of match, which is fine, 
but that's not really what the crowd is expecting when they're watching you for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think had it been, I don't know, like it's a booking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't think they should have done this this way and i can't explain how i think they should have booked it except maybe saying it should have been the first time we see marina shafir going up against jade cargill and i think they should have had more like backstage segments with mark sterling trying to warn jade cargill being like dude like jade i've been going to the dark yeah i've been watching her on dark she is a legitimate threat like build a mystique yeah. around her so that if for some reason Marina defeats Jade Cargill, she, you know, Jade would be like, you know, this was a fluke. And he'd have been like, I tried to tell you, like, yeah. I tried to warn you, I tried like, to tell you sucker, maybe not sucker, but you know, sorry, it's just that, that was my words. Nah, it's fine. Uh, but like the, I don't know. It's, it's a very weird presentation yeah. Yeah. Of this, you know, like clearly they're because they are going the route of like Jade Cargill is not threatened by her, you know, she's not even paying attention to the match. You're not on my level, you're not on my level, that kind of stuff. And then you look at the match that Marina had with Sky Blue, and it's like, yeah, she's not. Yeah, like this was not a this was not a dominant performance by Marina Shafir. It was a more grappling style. You know, it was not a beatdown. It was just I'm going to put you in a submission. You're going to tap out in the end but the crowd wasn't really buying into it they were focusing more on the quote baddie section you know where velvet sky uh not velvet sky red velvet excuse me was there and kiara hogan was was in the crowd as well and they were like oh my gosh look at this and it's like i'm sorry are we not supposed to be paying to marina shafir who's the problem like that's the problem like you're taking focus away from what we're supposed to be focusing on I, I just think it's okay. First of all, we have to see how this turns out, but no, I think you're right. And AEW has had problems in the past, and they've done stuff thinking it's going to be great, and there's going to be another situation we'll talk about in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's just another learning experience, and like it's so weird to think like when the whole time you're talking, I'm like. They're going to find out what they did wrong, and then they're going to yeah. learn from it. Mm-hmm. It was just so funny because if we talk about WWE, I'm like, stupid-ass motherfuckers, they should have done this. <laughs> well, and it's also because WWE will never come out and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, we got that wrong, our bad. Yeah. It's just, no, we did everything right, and you're the ones well, not cheering for who we're supposed yeah, to be cheering like, for. It's like, you know what, we told them actually to do this, but you know what? We blame the fans and actually the wrestlers. Yeah, it's the wrestlers' fault. They it's didn't give themselves they over. They execute it well, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. But this is if if there's one major flaw that AEW has, it's their women's division. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just they have such a stacked division, but it feels like they're just not building it enough. And they're not, yeah, because well, okay, so also AEW does the thing where not everybody, but most of the people you come in. You're going to be on dark for a little bit mm-hmm. until we can shuffle pieces around. Yeah. And then we'll put you into some storylines. Unless you're Punk, Danielson, Cole, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, because look at Ruby Soho. Yeah. You know. Yeah, they brought her in. Huge reaction. And then it's kind of like, okay, now she's here. Cool. Which I think eventually she's going to be shuffled in for a bigger push. Yeah. And stuff like that. She's now just made the uh, tournament. Mm-hmm. So. 
That's one of the things that I feel like AEW does right is the tournaments mm -hmm. because they actually had qualifying matches. Yeah. Whereas WWE, they would have been just like, hey, <laughs> we're having this tournament. It starts tonight. Here's our four competitors. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, you're only having four, which means we're having yeah. three matches total. Yeah. You know, it's like, no, people got to qualify. Yeah. Even though they have like matches like they did, Ruby Soho and robin renegade you know like you have these that. people who are like not established like they don't even get Unless entrances and that's and that's it like you don't even get an entrance so we kind of know who's gonna win yeah. but then you get into the the group of it all and it's like okay this might actually be a pretty good tournament yeah so that's at least something that i like that they do is mm -hmm. they they did they, they've done tournaments pretty well yeah. um but we'll have to see how it how it plays out. But yeah, the Marina Shafir match, the crowd was more into into Sky Blue and they were focusing on the on the Sky Blue section versus Red Velvet. There you go. The, those names it's funny. Somehow we'll get purple. Red versus blue. Yeah. It's purple. They're gonna become a tag team. Team and purple. Gonna, and they're gonna wear purple. Yeah. That'd be great. And then Shotzi Blackheart will leave WWE and go to uh AEW so that green they'll have green. So that you've got red, green and blue, the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> sure. That's funny. <laughs> I like that, though. They'd be the power stuff. The Sugar. stuff of, the stuff of power girls. And everything nice. That's right. I don't know their stuff. Mix Chemical. Together, and he gets a little bit of bubbly. <laughs> <laughs> nice throwback. <laughs> I like that. You forgot Chemical X, but yeah, that's Yeah, I forgot all right. the whole thing. Shit. The old, uh, the extra ingredient to the concoction. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> uh, we're gonna bring that back. Nice. Yep. Uh so yeah, let's I go. I still want to buy that shirt. Yeah. I think you could still get it on Pro Wrestling Tees. It's possible. A little bit of the bubbly. Because yeah. I was so I was like, dude, I need to get that shirt and I didn't get it. <laughs> that and I keep saying it too. Ch Chuck and Trent inside of Trent's mom's van with yeah. Sue. I, Best friends. Yeah, I don't think they take shirts off, unless it's an exclusive and like a timed thing. Yeah. So we're looking at. It's still there. Still there. Oh, that's my shirt. Trent's man. mom. Trent's, Trent's mom. I don't like some of their designs on their shirts. So we're looking up. This is Shop AEW. That's like if it doesn't do bubbly. A little bit of bubbly. still there. Mm hmm. Like they never take anything off. So. Yeah. I, I think when we go to AEW, I'm going to wear my. Uh, CM Punk versus uh, Vega and Balrog uh, Street Fighter shirt, yeah, which was limited edition by the way. Cody Rhodes is still is he still on there? Yeah, is it like that they dropped the pro no no so oh price. that Cody Rhodes figure is at GameStop. Oh, is it? Yeah, nice. Uh, I am now conflicted on what I'm going to be wearing to because you the have AEW so many shirts, show. dude. I have some like I've got some, new some cool shirts. ass shirts, dog. And I just ordered a Yuta shirt, ah, so it's like. <sighs> I got, yeah, because my uh, All Elite crate arrived this week. Mm -hmm. um, you said you're going to change for each match. I'm thinking about you it. you change it and just flash the, the, the camera? No. Maybe <laughs> I'll just like put it, put the new shirt on or something, you know? Have an undershirt. Like, oh, God. You get a little be, nip slip going on. It'd be so, the... so warm. <laughs> no, I can't expose myself. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I got a cool Jungle Boy shirt. I've got a Malachi Black shirt. Yeah. I've got my regular AEW shirt. I've got a, now I've got an Adam Cole and Hangman Page shirt. 
Are you getting a uh, Blackpool Combat Club shirt? I was thinking about it, but then I was like, oh, Yuda, that's your new su- guy. I want to support my boy Yuda. Yeah. Yuda. Is there a Samoa Joe shirt out? Yeah, there is. What's the design on those? Uh, I think it's like his hand. Why don't you get a Cody shirt from WWE and wear it to AEW? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. okay I sure. prefer not to be attacked by, by the local fans. Mm-hmm. I don't want to piss them off. Yeah. Not too bad for Samoa Joe. Submission specialist. Yes. yes I, I like, I really like the design of the Brian Danielson shirt. I'm I just gonna buy you an Eddie Kingston Redeemer. Please Redeemer's don't. Nut shirt. Don't do that. And you can wear it. I prefer if he didn't. Why not? <laughs> I'm never gonna wear it. Redeemer, redeem these nuts. The um, like I love. That's the one I got on. I know. The only thing I wish they would not have done is put his back. I think if it had just been the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. Well, he's not going to be with AEW forever. I know. He'll probably go back to WWE at one point. Maybe. But, I, like, that's the only thing that's preventing me from buying that shirt. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't like the fact that it says, is back. We'll just put, like, a sticker on there, like, a black sticker on yeah. it. Yeah. Like, bleep it out. One thing I noticed about the Blackpool Combat Club that I didn't notice before is that they have BCC in blood oh. on the knuckles. That's a nice touch. I never noticed that until just now. Yeah. So, I might have to... Damn it. <laughs> I have to Let's look at the whole roster right now and see what you want to order. Let's look at them all. Right. There's a Brian Danielson. Oh, violence. Yeah, it just says violence with the BD logo. I love the fact that they added a keychain with Brian Danielson on it. Yeah. And he's got a chopped chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the small little details. It's like, oh my God. That's awesome. Yeah. So look at the roster. I really like that CM, that new CM Punk shirt. Look. Oh, Daddy Magic. Magic Man. I almost sent that to you. And I was like, you need a shirt Daddy that says Daddy Magic. Magic. People, like, I'm not the biggest fan of 2.0. I think they're all right or whatever. But just the name on there, people are like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Daddy Magic. Yeah. That's the shirt that I got, the Yuda, the Yuda shirt. Strickland. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Lee Moriarty. Team Taz. Yeah, assassins. this is the Top Rope Tuesday. That was another one that I almost got, but I didn't. was the Top Rope Tuesday last like week. week. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't get this particular one, but last week was the Dark Order, yeah. and it was a purple tie-dye shirt. Click on more new arrivals, please. Just want to see what's going on. <laughs> We're looking at uh, shopaw.com. Look at all those keychains. House of Black. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I oh, still, Adidas? Adidas I still really is making like that, that hat? Yeah. Ooh. $35 for a hat, though. Yeah. It's quite a bit. Oh, get that Spanish god and the Brazilian goddess shirt. No, thanks. The Bloody Cowboy Club. Yeah. Green like money, Jade Cargill. Bring backs. Mm-hmm. Dan Housen. Get the Dan Housen shirt. <laughs> nah, I'm all right. Uh, curse. Yeah. <laughs> Don't curse me. I'll curse you. Um, and new. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. So we got some good, yeah, solid merch. But like, see, like ones like this, like the DMD three sixteen twenty two. Like it, no nah. one's gonna buy that now. No. It's like you have to buy it like so just for that day. Is that an, another Orange Cassidy figure? Is that the same? It could be. Well, he has a different shirt on in the back. Cause it's like... A different shirt, perhaps. <laughs> he looks the same. Just looks like he doesn't care. 
Yeah. But that's that's Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. He doesn't yeah. care. Like I don't really like the designs of his shirts, to be honest with you. Yeah, I think they could have done a better job with the. Yeah, like, cause I like I like him, I really do. I just, if there was one I would get, probably the one where he's bleeding. Yeah. If it's still there, the figure one looks cool. I think. Um. Oh, they have the uh, the blue jean shirt jacket up there <laughs> with the. Yeah, they don't have the bloody one anymore. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, it is. right there. He's hardcore. Yeah, he is. ShopAEW.com. That's right. For all your exclusive needs. Or Pro Wrestling Tees. Pro Wrestling Tees, which then leads you to the AEW shop. Anyways, um, yeah, let's talk uh, Dynamite a little bit. We already talked about the Marina Shafir match, but CM Punk versus Penta Oscuro. I thought it was decent. Yeah. I don't think it was the best. I'm debating on if I think the leg was an illegit injury or if he was just selling it for I Punk. I don't know. It was kind of hard to tell um, because he, they tried to do a spot. It didn't work out, and he kind of like was going after his knee afterwards. So it's kind of like, was that planned? Was it not? Did they just like? Know. Did they just miscommunication? It was a was it a botch? And they were just like, hey, let's just. Roll sell off sell off of it I would it? hope so I would hope so too yeah. but because Punk is that smart like, let's do it just just keep on attacking my yeah knee. Punk naturally got the win because um, they don't really have anything for Penta right now but I'm I'm glad that where's Pac uh, that's a good question I don't know like I know with Phoenix being out with his injury or whatever yeah they're kind of just like alright Penta you can get out there but yeah haven't seen Pack in a while. Yeah, Pack. but it's you know a little weirdness with this match. But I mean, it was cool because the first time, and I loved him shoving his hand in Punk's face, and it's like first time ever. I love the that stuff, man. Yeah, just great stuff. It was, it was, it was a solid enough match. Not too bad. Punk got the win. So okay, I texted you earlier in the day, or maybe it was the day before, and I was like, just think about this. It's been so many years for a company to have CM Punk and Samoa Joe together in a company. Mm-hmm. That was like the original Ring of Honor. Yeah. Now, AEW. Yeah. And then... Plus, you got Danielson in the mix. Yeah. Your well, chances of winning drastic go down. You know, CM Punk and Danielson were together in a, in a, a company together at the same time. And so is Danielson and Joe. Mm-hmm. But also, what's cool about this show... CM Punk starts it, Samoa Joe ends it. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Mm-hmm. And Rampage had uh, Danielson as well. Yeah. So maybe we'll get lucky and have a triple C- threat. I still <laughs> am sticking with this. I really want a Samoa Joe versus CM Punk match at one point in time. If you can only get to see one at the Houston Dynamite show, would you rather see Punk, Danielson, or Joe? If you can only get one one match yeah joe and punk no what do you mean if you can only see one one person yeah like you get a punk match you get a danielson match or you get a joe match which one do you would would you rather see punk Punk. just because i haven't seen punk in years yeah i've seen the last time i've seen when was the last time we've seen joe nxt yeah maybe we've seen danielson 
or Branuel. Branuel. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. So Punk, I couldn't tell you the last time I saw him at a show. Mm-hmm. So it'll be Punk. I'm trying. Like, I'm still thinking back. Like, have I ever seen Punk live? And the only time I can think would be like at a house show here. But I don't even recall it. It's been so long. Did we see something with a straight edge society? I want to say that might have been it. That might have been a live event kind of thing. Perhaps. Like that's a tough. It's it, that would be tough for me. Like okay, so who did Punk fight at? Was Punk at Mania twenty five? Yeah, but I didn't get to see it live. Oh, what about thirty? Was he gone before? He 30? was gone. He he. That was the reason Danielson won at thirty. Yes, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So punk, punk. All right. Yeah, I think I'd I'd like to see you. I just want to. Yeah, I I want to feel the energy of mm-hmm. of his of his entrance, cult of personality, yeah. crowd. Because man, like if you've never been to a, a a wrestling show in your life, there's energy, and then there's like a wrestling show energy yes. and you know you're in the crowd if you're in the back you know you're having fun but if you're down on the floor you're getting all of that audio from every angle and it really like i get it now like i never really got it because anytime that like, we were on the floor close to a ring it was like at a local event yeah, yeah. you know it wasn't a big performance like big time show like we're gonna get that energy that they talk about we're gonna get the goosebumps and all that and i'm so looking forward to it i'm gonna like shake you so much i'm gonna be so excited i'm gonna be like okay so okay people who are listening can't see this but i'm gonna try to explain it so my niece she does this thing and i don't understand it maybe it's a tick Mm -hmm. i don't know when she gets so excited She'll go like this. She'll like put her arms in the air and go like this. Shake very quickly. And very giddy. I kind of do that sometimes. I don't mean to, but I don't do it like that. Yeah. Like when I'm like excited, I'm like, like I kind of like put my arms not like go like this, but I'm like, like, (laughs) like I kind of like shake. Mm -hmm. That's like not nervous, but it's like, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. And you shiver with excitement. Daryl like laughs at me. So that's where your niece gets it. That's going to be you for like three hours. Yeah. On May 18th. It's kind of, I know it sounds stupid and corny, but this is kind of like a dream. Yeah. Because we've never had this. Never been this close to the action. Yeah. Especially, especially of a company that we like love this much. Mm-hmm. So. Well, just because like, I remember the energy that we felt during that Sting and Darby Allen yes. match with, with 2.0. Yeah. And it was like, it was indescribable. Yeah. Yeah. Because. You know, for years I I was, and I've talked about this before, about how I was like, gosh, Sting, you know, he's getting up there, like he can't go anymore, he shouldn't be doing this, and as soon as he came out, and you hear the crowd going, I'm like, fucking let's go, like you and I were both like jumping up and down with excitement, we're like, holy shit, he just did that. It's weird to think, why are we doing this for Sting, but it's it's great though. Yeah, like you, you just... You get so caught up in the moment and you feel the energy from the crowd mm-hmm. around you and it just builds inside of you. And like I can see why a wrestler like gets addicted to that. Because mm-hmm. they're like, Man, you get you get that feeling, you get those 
goosebumps all over your body and you just you can't describe it like you have to just feel it for yourself and it's there. like i'm getting like tingles up my up my neck right now just thinking about it i got my arm yeah like it's insane you can't you can't describe it accurately enough you can only it's that vibe where something so cool of like from the indies like like wrestle forever or this is fucking awesome you know it's Mm -hmm. like that and then like these old veteran guys are, are experiencing this. Yeah. It's a little different from, I mean, don't get me wrong, WCW days, I bet that it was different from now too, but mm-hmm. all in this coming together, it's like, it's that adrenaline. It's, it's, the, it's like, it's like, it's like a drug. Yeah. You know? This is so cool. And with, uh, with the way that, uh, the Jericho entrance was, mm-hmm. we might actually get to sing along this time if they decide to come out that particular week. So, we will see Punk though. If Punk, okay, starting this next week, if Punk is inserting himself for uh, double or uh, nothing, yeah. Well, if they're gonna, hopefully they'll save it for a pay per view where it's like this is where a match is going to be and built it up, not in, well, yeah, not, not I think, doing. <clears throat> I think that the uh, the Adam Page versus Adam Cole Texas Death match they had on Rampage, I think that's the way of saying okay, Cole, you know, you, you out, you lost this match. It's time to it's time to focus on Adam Page and his opponent for Double or Nothing, and I think that's where they're going to come in with CM Punk because the CM Punk versus uh, Penta match, I think it's kind of like a way to like get us to that point yep. where it's like okay, I've won I've won enough matches, I'm in the rankings, I want that title, I've made my, I've made my statement clear, I want it, and we're going to see CM Punk versus Adam Page Double or Nothing. By the way, and in people Vegas. are like. Like, nah, they may not agree with me. I think this... Oh, I love them both. I really do. But I think Punk should take the title off of Adam Page. Yeah. Let him have a little run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Page's run, it's been really good. But you never know. Adam Page can beat Punk, and that can help him more, you know? Yeah. So we'll see. But no, yeah, we're everywhere. But uh, I, I can't wait, man. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Now we're... Uh, what, 30, 32 days away? Two things. At the time of this recording? Of next month, I'm looking forward to Multiverse of Madness. Oh. And, huh? And, and, and something else, too. And you have no idea what it is. I know what it is. What's that? It'll be three things. Uh huh. Yeah. Birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whose birthdays is it? Your wife's, of and, course. And mine. Yep. Same day. Same day. Man. May is going to be a crazy month for me because May, May is always crazy for me. I've got my mother's birthday, my sister's birthday, Mother's Day, my grandmother's birthday, my birthday, my aunt's birthday, and like one of my cousin's birthday. All in May. God damn. I know. So actually, the week leading up to Dynamite is going to be insane for me. So I'm leaving Friday the 13th. Um, and, uh, and my wife and I were driving up to Dallas to spend the weekend um, at my sister's house because my nephew's uh, having his confirmation with the church, uh, which for those who are unfamiliar in the, in the Catholic uh, uh, religion, it's kind of like, um, you know, you're accepted as a member of the church and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a big, mm-hmm. you know, um, a big moment for him, which is kind of cool. I had my confirmation many years ago, and, but 
it was funny like as soon as i had it i was like okay now i'm done with church <laughs> because they, like they force you to go to all these yeah, things and you yeah. have to do it and i'm like i don't want to go to all yeah, this i'm done <laughs> yeah pretty much that's kind of that's kind of how it was like that was the last time i regularly went to church um <laughs> but but anyways um so we're going up there to to celebrate that yeah. and then my mom was like hey while we're all together Let's have a big birthday party, yeah. you know, me, you, your sister, and we'll do a Mother's Day thing as well. Um, so we're going up there to get all the birthdays done at once and and have fun. Then we'll come we'll come back on the fifteenth, and then the eighteenth is is uh, AEW yeah. in Houston. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be an insane week. Oh yeah, and. An, I got to remember to to reach out to Ryan and see if he wants to get that extra ticket that I have. One of the extra tickets. That I, have. I bought nine tickets to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them were taken. Three of them were good. Uh, ours are good, so that's six. So I have three extra tickets to AEW Houston if anyone's interested in going. Um, Slide into Daniel's DMs. That's right. College boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus versus Red Dragon. AEW tag titles on the line. I remember, I thought it was pretty decent. I, I thought it was a really good match, a really exciting match. Um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus ended up getting the victory. And then after the match, Red Dragon attacked again. So, so okay, at could the be end. A, could be a feud that continues. FTR came out. They did. And... They were like pushing on each other. Like they went to commercial. Did they fight each other? Almost. It looked yeah. like they were about to, you know. Yeah. So FTR is making their intentions known. Mm-hmm. They're going to go for the main titles. Fucking belt collectors. We take, want the gold, take, yeah, I think they should take it off of them. Yeah. Luchasaurus and Jungle Just Boy. Just have them be Triple A. Triple A. Triple A. Triple A. Ring of Honor and AEW Tag Team Champions. Yep. Very well could be. Mm-hmm. Do the, the collectors the Kenny Omega route? Yeah, know? have them all walk out with, you know, one one around their Which waist and one on each shoulder. It. Kenny Omega was the triple law. Triple A. Uh, well, no, it was Impact, not ROH. Impact main champion mm-hmm. and AEW main champion. And TNA. He had four belts there. Oh, yeah, TNA. Uh, TNA slash Impact, so it was four belts. <coughs> Never got to hold that. Excuse me, wrong pipe. <coughs> I know, I'm slowly dying here. Uh, never got to have the New Japan belt added to it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. He's dead. Took a sip of my beverage and went down oh. the wrong pipe. That's a real thing, by the way. I don't know if you know that. What? When people say, oh, wrong pipe, it's legit. Like, I don't know what they mean by that. Some of the liquid like goes into your lungs. Oh. Because there's such, <laughs> there's such a small gap between... like going to your stomach and going into your lungs because they share the same pipe. It literally goes down the wrong pipe into your lungs, and so that's what causes you have to cough it all yeah. out. You just got learned. The more you know. Uh, MJF versus Captain Sean Dean. This match ended in a countout after Wardlow made his Wardlow's presence known. Wardlow's a fucking beast beating people's asses and Heck shit yeah. like that. And I have a feeling we're going to see MJF in some capacity... Um, because like I said, this is all going to be building towards double or nothing. Yeah. So we'll be two weeks out. I think we're going to get some sort of 
interaction between the two. So, just like, I'm just trying to, like, picture in my head, like, what we'll be planning on seeing at this show. I'm sure we're going to see uh, Adam Page in some capacity. I'm sure we'll see MJF and Wardlow in some capacity. Punk, Punk possibly, in some capacity. Maybe Joe. It'll depend on, on the brackets for the Owen Hart uh, tournament. Because this will be... When, it, when our show is going on, it'll be the second week of the uh of the tournament and i think there's going to be four competitors in all so they'll start at week one and maybe they'll save the second match of the first round for our week and then the go home show will be the finals of that that would be my guess yeah um you know i just thought of hmm. bring two sh- okay wear a shirt and bring another shirt so when they go to like rampage, go to the bathroom and change. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I mean. That's what I'm saying. Like, depending on who's all is going to be there, yeah. I can just bring that shirt yeah. and like have it in a backpack or something, yeah. and I just throw it on, yeah. and then I'll take that shirt off and put another shirt on. Yeah. Like I'll have what I can do is I can have my regular AEW Texas shirt on. Yeah, and then when someone comes out, I'll just put their shirt on top of mine. I wonder what type of merch they're going to have if it's going to be like a better situation than last time. See, I don't know. I would probably think not. And have a di- and more people. I think it's just going to be... Table. I, well, I think it's going to be just like generic AEW merchandise and they'll just say, hey, if you want this particular wrestler, you got to go on the I'm AEW probably going to buy shop. another hat. Yeah? yeah? The new Adidas one? Sure. All right. Good deal. Um, I did chuckle at the fact that MJF tried to get Bryce tried to bribe him <laughs> yeah and uh he was just like no we're not doing that count count to 10 yep so Captain I'll, Sean I'll Dean triple you what uh Tony's paying you Captain Sean Dean got the win again that's right um good brawl between Jericho Hager Garcia and Eddie Kingston Santana and Ortiz um bad guys win and I'm okay with that yeah not too bad um, Garcia got the pin he did, yeah. And then we got to see Keith Lee and Swerve's, uh, Swerve Strickland. Dude, this one was, exci- this was an exciting match. And yeah. People were into this match. Versus Hobbs and Ricky Starks. I'm, gr- I'm glad that they brought it on to Dynamite. Yeah, and, you know, Ricky Starks being originally from New Orleans, the show being in New Orleans, he got, man, what a babyface reaction to that. Mm-hmm. And you could see the emotion in Ricky whenever he made his entrance. Like, he was like blown away oh yeah and uh they yeah. were still ch- chanting for lee later on in swerve but mm-hmm. but yeah once uh once ricky ended up getting the victory or no, hobbs got the pin i believe mm, i don't know i don't remember i th- i think so because then they stopped and they played ricky's music yes okay yeah um so hobbs got the pin and ricky got the praise uh of the I crowd i think all these guys are underrated I don't know if I'd say they're underrated anymore. I think people. You think this match helped them all? I, I think okay. people now realize that these are. Uh, I think that this was a building moment for Hobbs. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good standout for Swerve, a good standout for Keith Lee, and a good standout for Ricky. I think that you know this is letting the crowd know, you know, here's Some here's a, here's another crop of of talented people on our roster. Um, Did you see what? Uh, I, I don't know if I'm quoting this right, and I don't know if it was. Tony talking to Busted Open, 
But he, uh, holy shit, I just dropped my, uh, train of thought. Shit. Choo choo. God. Crash. Hang on. Oh, yeah, he said he does not understand why WWE let go of, like, Keith Lee, Swerve, Mm -hmm. and people like that. Yeah. He cannot fathom. Yeah. It really is kind of mind-boggling. Like, I understand you want to try and, you know, trim some of your roster a little bit. Like, I get it. But there are some people that you just should not let go of. Yeah. Or should not. Like, you you fight to keep them. I also found out Mm. that Vince wanted Keith Lee to trim down. Yeah. Wait, that's what Gunther did. He sure did, man. That's what they wanted. And I think... I don't know if it helped him. I like the bigger... I think in some capacity it could benefit him to to shed some of the weight. Like I get it, mm-hmm. but he is he is a massive man. Mm-hmm. So even if he lost 15 pounds, 10 15 pounds, I think that would have benefited him. Um I don't I don't think he needs to like slim down, but maybe just take a few Tone off. Up. Yeah. Cuz you want him to be as healthy as he can be. Obviously, he was in really rough shape uh, due to COVID. Yeah. So you want to make sure that he is in, you know, top performance. Yeah. Um, but if that's a if that's a reason to let him go, I think that's a silly reason. Yeah. You know, it's like, dude, you you knew what you were getting when you signed him. There's video of him just like this. Like, what were you expecting? Yeah. You know. And that's one of the things that I hate. He could have been a big star. Yeah, that's one of the things that I really dislike about WWE. It's like we're gonna we we know who you are, and we're just gonna change everything about it. <laughs> yes. It's like, dude. Yes. Why why even hire them in the first place? Just go get one of your models, go get one of your athletes, and make that person the star yeah, that you want that, that you want. That's what they're gonna do now. And that's that's exactly what they're gonna do. And mm-hmm. it's like, fine, that's okay. Do that. But don't take Kevin Owens and make him, you know, a pretty boy. Don't take John Moxley, Mister Violence, and have him push around a hot dog cart. Goofy. Yeah, like (laughs) y'all don't like the 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 Gun Club. They're a bunch of goofs. Yeah, that's what he said in the promo. (laughs) Like don't don't take what they did to make themselves known Mm -hmm. and just strip them of it. Like, if you want a particular character, make that character. That's fine. But don't take someone who has established themselves. I will... Okay. I will counteract that argument a little bit. Okay. Because removing the mask from Sami Zayn from El Generico is probably the best thing that WWE could have done for him. Because, fun little fact, Hmm. when he started in WWE in, I don't know if it's FCW or... The other one, uh, what was the other one before FCW? Sammy came to NXT. Was he okay? NXT. Yeah. When he was, he actually came over with the mask. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And then they they took it off and yeah. you know changed his name and everything. Yeah, it's the best thing for him. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, because uh, it helped him develop his character a little bit, you know. So I will say they did they got that one right. So gotta. Give him credit where it's due, I guess. Um, anyways, Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki. 
Ring of oh, Honor TV Championship on the line. Fucking shit. Hard hitting action for sure. Oh my god. Slap chop. Um, look, I'm gonna say something real quick about the ending, and then I'm gonna ask the question. Okay. So Samoa Joe wins, right? He does. Why the fuck did you take the belt off of Rhett Titus to put on Minoru Suzuki mm-hmm. and take it off of him to put him on Joe? Well, when Joe could have just beat Rhett Titus. Well, they probably wanted to have a nice moment with Minoru Suzuki. I guess. Was that at Supercard? Yes. Okay. Yeah, they might have just wanted to... I want to know if they... That might have been something to kind of bridge the gap between New Japan and AEW. But it was like, hey, look, we'll we'll give your guy a title for a couple weeks, but obviously he can't stay in America because... Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got to go back to Japan. That's what I was thinking when they put the belt on. I was like, he's not going to stay here forever. Yeah. Or not that long. I would Not even forever. I don't even know how long. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was probably but one like, of those. Also, has AEW signed Rhett Titus to ROH? Mm. Don't know. We don't know anything. Yeah. Okay. okay let's details go to come. Huh? It's the details to come yeah. in the coming weeks and months. Dude. But, um, yeah, hard-hitting match between Samoa and Manure. This match was fucking nuts. It's like... I don't know how old Minoru Suzuki is, but like they're fucking slap, like just chopping both of them back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, dude, this is like at least almost five to ten minutes, I think. Yeah. But in, or in between, I don't know. But um, 53 years old. 53. And that motherfucker, god damn, they were like. Okada is only totally 34. Huh? Okada is only 34 years old. That's a good age. That's a good age. It's a nice age. I'm about to be 34. It's a nice age to be. Uh, I'm not going to lie. 30s have sucked so far. Aww. <laughs> no, there's been good sprinkle in moments, but... Like the birth of your children? That's highlights. <laughs> no, that's been great. That's been great, but there's a lot of shit that just... Yeah, that's been one of the okay it's ones. Been, uh, there's a lot of other moments that just suck. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But uh, I don't want to be a downer. <laughs> um, But no, this was a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know we're going to slap, you know, chop fest. God damn. And they just beat the shit out of each other. Very hard hitting. Yeah. The crowd was into it. And then, I don't know if you noticed, like, before the stuff went down at the end. So, I'm watching a match, right? And, like, I forgot what angle it was. I'm just looking. And, like, in the corner of my eye, you see the crowd. And I see, I don't know what made me turn. I was like, oh, shit. There's Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. Oh, they focused on them at oh, some point. Oh, did they? Yeah, before the match. I didn't see that. I like when Joe it. made his appearance, like they had, they showed uh, Jay Lethal with the I box. I must have been somewhere else because I, I didn't see that. Yeah, they showed, they made sure to focus in on them. Which I told you this before the show. And I just want to say it on the show, but I'm totally enjoying Lethal and Dutt together because it reminds me of, I would say, between 2000. Seven and ten, mm-hmm. uh, TNA, X division stuff going on, and Sanjay and Jay were you know like even all the X division guys were having a fun time and it's like it just reminded me of that time period because I I, I love those guys yeah. Uh, but Samoa Joe does end up getting the victory to become the new Ring of Honor Television oh, Champion. You did a muscle Buster to that older man. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and um, and then Jay Lethal and Sanjay were in the uh, entrance ramp area. And he's like, hey, I got you a present. Flipped him <laughs> oh, off. Dude, that was great. I loved that. That I was really that. good. Was like, yeah. <laughs> um, 
But then the lights went off, Which and the I crowd, got... and the crowd, you know, yeah. oh, what's going on now? I got excited. And then uh, Satnam Singh, I believe that's his name. Then I got uh, confused. Appeared, yeah, <laughs> and immediately the crowd was like, oh, yeah. man, because they didn't know who this guy was. All they know is that it's a tall guy. He is very tall. Yeah, super tall. I wasn't paying attention to the crowd. Did you listen to the crowd? Yeah, they were just like, come on. Was it booze or was it kind of like, I think it was groans, booze. Okay. Because um, I wasn't paying attention. I was like, I was focused. I was like, what the hell, He's man? He's seven foot two, and he certainly towered over Samoa they, Joe. They signed him like a year ago, I think. Yeah. Um, and immediately the crowd, or not the crowd, but like the internet was like, this gives me great Kali vibes, and that's not a... That's not a vibe you want to have. Well, I think he moved a little different than Kali, but... Maybe a little. But you, you do the exact same thing, the head vice. Ball. Like, immediately, I, immediately <laughs> I was just like, this is straight out of WWE. They're making Samoa Joe just sell to this guy. It doesn't look good. It didn't feel right. It felt so non-AEW. Yeah, I did not like it. I was like, God, that was a terrible ending for, for the for the show. Mm-hmm. Like, had he come through the crowd, stepped over the rope, and attacked, that might have been okay. Yeah, you don't turn the lights off for someone, someone that the crowd doesn't know. know. You do not. And he, I will say this: I completely appreciate the fact that Tony Khan went on to what was it, busted, busted open, open. Yep. and he acknowledged he was like, I got that wrong. We were sitting, I was sitting in a group of you know. 10, 5, 10, 15 people pitching ideas on how to make this debut. Not a single one of us thought, hey, that might be a bad idea. You know, he was like, someone pitched, the lights go out, lights come back on, there's this giant of a band standing there. No one thought to say, well, you know, maybe don't do that because no one's going to know who he is. And then, you know, we appreciate him just saying this. I, yeah, and that's the one thing. Like, you'll never hear Vince come out and be no. like, yeah, we we got that one wrong. I don't even think Vince even, 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 even did that when he first took over the company. No. You know, he's that old carny. He's not, you know, you're going to like what we give you, basically. Yeah, they've yeah. always been like, continue the course. Yeah. Don't make any any turns. And that's one thing where don't I Don't apologize because that's fucking weakness. Yeah. I will say Tony Khan at least gets that right. Yeah. If they listen to the crowd and they're like, okay, the crowd didn't like that. Let's see if we can make an adjustment Yeah, and and do that. So I will give him credit for that. Um, I'm curious to see where they're going with this character. Um, I hope it does not ruin Jay Lethal and Sanjay's push. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they're going to be together, yeah. so he's obviously going to be the big bad enforcer. But, um, um, but this is apparently has something to do with like a business decision. Yeah, because of the di- whole discovery purchasing of Warner Brothers. Which I'm all for. Anything that can help you with your future um employer because of the merger that's going to mm-hmm. be happening apparently. So it's Discovery. Discovery went and purchased Warner Brothers, okay. which own I guess Time Warner. Yeah. To some degree. So there have been talks that uh Discovery does not want a bloody show. Oh, of, God damn it. I know. So people are like, oh, come on now. Like, this is what makes AEW stand out. And you're saying you want a squeaky clean, you, you know, you know, 
no foul language, no hardcore violence. Like that's what a lot of people are tuning in to see because it's something yeah. that's different from WWE. Yeah. So a lot of people are thinking, well, this could be a good bargaining chip for AEW for when their contract is up in what 2023. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, well, uh, let's shop around and see what other channels might be interested in buying us because like we want to bring the violence. We want to bring the stuff that WWE won't yeah. do. Yeah. So if you want us, here's your opportunity. I think Tony Khan's smart enough to have backups. Absolutely. Plans. And there is talks of maybe a streaming service. The front room, front rumor that I've heard is HBO Max, that they could be carrying AEW programming soon. And if that's the case, sign me up. Yep, well, I'm already signed up. But, yep. You know, I'm, I'm invested in that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they would do it because they did just make an announcement that uh, New Japan World will be showing AEW programming at yeah. no extra cost. So you can go onto that streaming service and watch like past episodes of Dynamite. I don't want them booted off of TNT. No. TBS. And I, don't I don't want their product to be watered down either. I don't either. But yeah, and that's the thing. Like if it's a TNT or TBS, if it's a Turner owned network who is being owned by Discovery and Discovery comes down and says, no, we don't want that. Yeah, you, yeah you have to. But it's like, where would you go if that's the case? I and I think that's one of the struggles that Impact slash TNA had for all those years because they were on they were on Spike yeah. for a long time, and then it kind of just like they were like, oh, we need I, to find a bigger audience. I think Tony is different though. I think Tony has connections everywhere. He's yeah. like that rich, and he and he knows people. So I'm I'm hoping for the best, but yeah. it's, at the same time, I'm nervous. Yeah, because you can't go NBC because they've got Peacock, yeah. which is where WWE is. Can't go to Fox because they got SmackDown. You can't go to USA Network because that's WWE as well. Can't so go it's to like Sci-Fi, which is part of yeah, that's part of the okay. NBC universe. Yep. You know, like CBS, they've got Paramount, so that could be an option. That's that, that could be big. Yeah, um, that would be huge for Paramount Plus. And they'd be like, hey, go to AEW and watch the pay per views and stuff. But I still, I think HBO Max would probably be I the best. I just don't want them to be taken down a peg or multiple pegs because yeah. they're running on all, you know, they're firing on all cylinders, cylinders right now. Yeah. And I just, I worry because I, I love it so much that I don't want it to go away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. So you do have those worries. Yeah. So we'll have to see where that deal lands here in the next uh, couple months and what the, what the plans will be. Are you nervous not nervous? Uh, not necessarily nervous. I am concerned a little bit that if they, if Discovery comes out and is like, yeah, we want a watered-down product, we want it more clean. Like, dude, come on. Can you, can they, like, gauge these people and talk to them? I'm like sure before all this stuff goes I'm down, sure they'll have meetings. a sit-down conversation with Turner as well as Tony Khan. Like, soon? Probably in the middle in, of this year, or we're in the middle of this year almost. Yeah, probably in the next month or so. They'll probably come down and say, hey. What do you, you want? Know. Well, Tony will probably be like, what can we provide, you know, that would be to your liking? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, here's what we do. Here's what's working. Here's what's proven. Because yeah. Tony is definitely a numbers guy. Yes. You know, Statistics. he'll be like, yeah. He'll show it to you. Oh, he's, you know, he's on top of it. He's like, we've been number one or number two in our market for this many weeks. You know, the only time we slipped to number three was because of, like, playoffs or something like that. NBA. He's so you know. smart, man. Yeah. 
So he'll look at it and be like, what we're presenting right now is definitely working. And if you water that down, you water down the product and fans will tune out, you know? Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they play it. Where it's like, I know you want a clean product, but if you allow us to be us, then I promise Mm -hmm. you'll see a good return. Um, But, who knows? We'll see. Um, speaking of Tony Khan, I would like to talk about. I know we're not hot topics, but this wasn't even on there. But we'll I want have to talk about have an announcement. Yes, but that's well. I want to talk about something else about Tony Khan. Chicks, man. Uh, chicks. Um, a lot of people are coming out and are like, Tony, you're crazy for hiring the statistics. Or oh something yeah. To, to see what you know, what this anti the bots and all that. Yeah. People yeah. think he's not like Booker T doesn't. He thinks he's nuts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think Eric Bischoff, the same thing. I'm like, dude, it wasn't in his company. It was <laughs> he hired someone else. Like, I don't think it's that nuts. To yeah. Do it. There's nothing wrong with like searching for yeah, it. What's what's going on, you know? Yeah. For me, Eric Bischoff is starting to get the levels of Jim Cornette mm-hmm. where he's like hating things just to try and seem relevant. Just so yeah. like news sites will pick him up and yeah. and talk about it. It's been picking up in like my feeds and stuff. Jim Cornette is not even a thing anymore. Yeah. For me, I mean, yeah, he's still doing it, but I'm not seeing it. I'm not looking for it. Yeah. But apparently Eric Bischoff is he's trending. Become, yeah. And I think that's part of it. And it's like, oh. Even though they rolled out the red carpet for him. Mm-hmm. And on a few shows he yeah. still bashes them and yeah. stuff like that I'm like, eh. like it's one thing to critique a little bit or add some constructive criticism does he bash WWE as much no dude they fucking like did you wrong yeah and you don't want to bash them. I mean I'm sure he did in the past in a couple documentaries and a few you know interviews and stuff um, but no it's then it's also so strange do, do not know I think he's jealous this person I'm about to say but I'm sure I don't know if you read that. Oh it was bashing Tony Khan. He goes, I think he pays uh, the dirt sheets and stuff like that, which we don't the, know for sure, but I don't think dude, he would. He has lost his mind. Oh, yeah, with this whole, uh, what's the organization? Control Creation, Your Narrative. Control Your Narrative. Yeah. The fact that years ago he bashed anyone who worked an independent scene. He was like, oh, you're not working hard enough, and you know, you're know you not doing this and that. And now... He's doing that, and people are calling him out on it, and he's trying to defend it. <laughs> and he's like, no, nah, man, this is completely different. This is my own thing. And it's like, dude, you are literally working at a local market. Yeah, basically. You know? Yeah. Like, I know you're trying to get to a level of, like, your organization. You want it to be as WWE. You want to be a big, big, big. But yeah. it's like, I don't know. It's just And then you got to think for about business aspect, because he's saying he's apparently that – AW Tony Khan's not let them work your narrative shows or whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any truth to that, but to a certain extent in the past, Tony Khan didn't let, let certain people work certain shows. Yeah. So it's already known. I mean, he let people work certain shows, but mm-hmm. it, it, that's it. You know? Yeah. you know what I mean? You can't get super pissed off at that. Right. It's weird. <laughs> whatever. Um, let's run down rampage real quick. Okay. Um, Blackpool Combat Club made their debut as a trio. How was this match? It was pretty good. Not too bad. They beat the fuck out of the ass boys and father. He beat that ass. He beat that ass. Um, <laughs> Wheeler Yuta got the pin, good, got the good. win. Crowd good. was going nuts for it. Really good stuff. Um, good cohesion. Yeah. Cohesive unit there. William Regal on commentary as well, providing excellent Man feedback. with the mask? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ruby, Ruby Soho. Ho-ho. Ho-ho. Ho-so. 
defeated Robin Renegade to qualify for the women's Owen Hart tournament. That and uh, uh, Robin actually has a twin sister, so they had the little twin magic moment in the match where Robin rolled out of the ring, her sister rolls in. and They look very They're identical, okay. yeah. So They still lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the main event, Texas Deathmatch, Adam Page, Adam Cole for the AEW Championship. For the title of Adam. Yeah. Adam Page getting the win after a buckshot, not a buckshot, a dead eye through a table with yeah. barbed wire on Adam Cole's head. I'm still waiting for the Pages versus the Cages match. Yeah. Give it time. Um, AEW Battle of the Belt is going to take place this weekend. Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara TNT Championship. Jonathan Gresham versus Dalton Castle Ring of Honor Championship. Thunder Rosa versus Nyla Rose AEW Women's Championship. The matches have already been taped, uh, so if you want spoilers or if you're listening to this, you can go on to WrestlingNewsForce.com for all the details. It makes me happy they're doing an ROH title match. Yeah. And finally, Tony Khan will have an announcement. Rumors are that it's going to be a New Japan AEW collaborative event. Ooh. Look out for that. I like. So... All that good stuff and more. So uh, we're going to have to wrap it up now, but I want to thank you all for listening. So uh, if you have any questions for us, leave it on our Facebook page, Jonas Podcast. Check us out at WrestlingNewsForce.com, WrestlingNewsForce.com on Facebook. And subscribe to our show on uh, iTunes by searching Wrestling News for Podcasts. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, iHeart Radio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And also follow us on Twitter, Divinus Podcast, DRH Pro, Tyler underscore Bear. Instagram, all that good stuff and more. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abair. And we will catch you all next week. Bye.